Welcome to IRL Media News. I'm your host, Chris Thompson. And on today's part two of Jordan versus LeBron, whose business empire reigns supreme? We're going to be discussing Michael Jordan's legacy and the empire he's built. And I'll give you a hint. He's not done yet. Let's get into it. Now that we talked about LeBron James' business empire, let's talk about Michael Jordan. Born February 17th, 1963, Michael Jordan is 60 years old. That gives him a 22-year advantage over LeBron James. On the other hand, there's one thing that wasn't in Michael Jordan's favor, NBA contracts. Between inflation and a much wider fan base, the NBA is a vastly more popular franchise today than it was 30 years ago. Hence, Michael Jordan's contracts were chunk change compared to LeBron's today. For 16 NBA seasons, Jordan only pocketed a paltry $93 million. With inflation, that number amounts to $161 million. For reference, that's worth about one-third of LeBron's contracts to date. Worse still, Michael Jordan only earned more than $4 million in a year for two out of his 16 playing seasons. However, it's worth noting that in 1996, Jordan signed a two-year contract with the Chicago Bulls that made NBA history. The contract was worth over $60 million, making Michael Jordan one of the first NBA players to earn more than $30 million annually. His craftiness in signing a record-breaking contract only helped him in his other business ventures, such as his Nike endorsement deal and his investment stake in the Charlotte Hornets. In fact, it's hard to talk about Nike without bringing Michael Jordan's name up. Many would call him the pioneer of what we think of as basketball shoes. It all started in 1984 when Nike agreed to pay him $500,000 for five years. He also received Nike stock options, bringing his total compensation to an impressive $7 million over a five-year span. Unlike previous shoe deals, these shoes were customized around the athlete. As a result, Michael Jordan received a portion of the sales and also the basketball shoe industry forever. In the first two months alone, the first versions of Air Jordan sold over 1 million pairs. Better yet, Air Jordan was generated over $100 million worth of revenue in their first year. It was the perfect win-win for Nike and Michael Jordan. Fast forward today, and 58% of all basketball shoe sales are Air Jordans. The brand generates over $2.5 billion in annual sales from Nike. Therefore, the deal between Jordan and Nike looks like a lot different today than it did in 1985 when Michael Jordan earned 25 cents for every pair of Jordans sold, compared to the $4 a pair he makes today. In any given year, Michael Jordan earns between $80 to $120 million in royalty checks from Nike. One could argue that this is the main reason why he's so rich today. His deal with Nike has set him up nicely for the future and given him countless opportunities. Since signing with Nike, Jordan has become a spokesperson for successful brands including Gatorade, Wheaties, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and Chevrolet. More specifically, at the end of the 1989 NBA season, he signed a 10-year, $18 million endorsement contract with Gatorade. The partnership brought both Michael Jordan and the brand to greater heights of popularity. Gatorade's famous Be Like Mike slogan turned Michael Jordan into a worldwide sensation as kids couldn't get enough. But Michael Jordan couldn't stay young forever, and soon enough it was time to pivot. It was now time for Jordan to become an owner. In 2006, Michael Jordan bought a minority stake in the Charlotte Bobcats, an NBA franchise that was worth around $400 million at the time. However, Michael Jordan knew the NBA would continue to thrive and grow, and in 2010, he paid $175 million to buy out co-owner and BET founder Robert Jackson. This move proved to be significant as Michael Jordan now owned over 80% stake in the team. He was no longer a minority owner, but the majority owner calling the shots. In June 2014, that stake expanded to 89.5% of the team that he owned. The team also underwent a name change from the Charlotte Bobcats to the Charlotte Hornets. With Michael Jordan at the helm, the Hornets had high hopes and aspirations. But sadly, even with all the buzz, pun intended, the Charlotte NBA franchise still hasn't won a first-round playoff series since 2002. 
This lack of success eventually convinced Jordan it was time to sell the team while the getting was good. In 2023, Michael Jordan sold the Charlotte Hornets for $3 billion, earning $2.25 billion from the sale. But make no mistake, Michael Jordan is not ready to retire yet and ride off into the sunset. He currently owns a car dealership and has seven restaurants in his business portfolio. Meanwhile, Michael Jordan is also a master of the real estate game. If he ever runs out of cash, he's loaded with homes and other possessions. This include a lavish mansion in Jupiter, Florida, which is nothing short of stunning. The home is 26,000 square feet and has 11 bedrooms. Additionally, he bought a $2.8 million, 12,310 square foot lake house near Charlotte, North Carolina that has six bedrooms, eight bathrooms, an elevator, and stunning views of the lake. Yet, his personal favorite home is still a Chicago mansion in Highland Park. Purchased in 1991, the 7-acre property comes with a 32,683 square feet of living space, an NBA-quality basketball court, and a PGA-quality putting green. Although he's listed it for sale in 2013 for $29 million, he still hasn't found the right buyer yet. But whether or not he finds a buyer is irrelevant. Jordan is still drowning in money. In fact, it's estimated that between all of his business ventures, Michael Jordan boasts an estimated net worth of $3 billion. This pretty much ends the debate between whose business empire reigns supreme, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan for the win. But make no mistake, LeBron is hot on his heels. In the next 10 to 20 years, there's a pretty good chance that LeBron will put one of his final dunks on his predecessor and surpass Michael Jordan's net worth. That's it for our show today. We really appreciate you sticking around to the end. If you don't want to miss an episode, please consider subscribing and following us wherever you get your podcast from so we can continue to bring you the business behind the news. I'm your host, Chris Thompson, and this has been an IRL Media News Podcast.